check, 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 check. We're very good at the checking. <laughs> it's my favorite part of the show. Oh, is it? Yeah. When we go live on air and we can check, check, check. So today we're going to talk about a jilted wife and an insane asylum. And our favorite TV shows and guilty pleasures. And semen allergies. Awesome. Let's go. <laughs> I'm pulling up an article that I sent you. Are we back to micro-cheating? No! <laughs> I wanted to talk about the island where there's only five men. <laughs> yes, so that actually was going around Facebook and the internet as well, and I did read that whole article. Yeah. And those women, like, are badass-looking women. Yeah. Like, they were riding on, what was she riding on, like, a motorcycle with, like, a sidecar with a dog in it yes! or something? <laughs> And she looked like she was from like the 1600s and they were not messing around with anybody. And they just decided it was just a happier place, like without men. I think it's in Estonia. How do they keep their population going? Are five men servicing the entire population? Or is this like something that women move to like well, later on in their lives when they're like, yeah, I'm done. Kind of like Dick Pernicki who moved to Alaska. Yeah, it's Estonia's Isle of Women. K-I-H-N-U. It's just like a new kids on the block cruise. He An knew. Isle of Women and five men. <laughs> I feel like I have to turn our mics down if we're going to laugh that loud. I can't. It was, it's true. It's like it's just a floating aisle of women. So when I read the article, it seemed like a lot of people that live there, the men are are elsewhere working to send money home. Right. They I do remember that. Fertilize and then peace out. Yeah, this started like sometime in the 1800s. The men had gone away to war or to earn money or wages. So then the women had to take over all of their responsibilities and the jobs. And then the women were like looking at each other like, we got this. We good. We don't even need them. <laughs> <laughs> They're not coming back. Send a check and we'll be just fine. I mean, I think that we've all felt that way at times when our live-in man has been away for a period of time. I feel this way all the time. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't need anybody. I only need me. And Senor Larry. Senor Larry is not full man, though. He's been neutered. Okay, so we uh, we would allow neutered men on our island. That would be convenient. <laughs> <laughs> no one would have to be on any sort of uh, prophylactics. Is that the word? Yeah. We would need, like, conjugal visits. Kind of like prison, but happier. We could have um, the new kids on the block cruise just stop there. Yeah. Like, keep the women on the ship right. and be like, let those, well, three. We don't need all five of them. I'm not even sure who is in that group beyond uh, Jordan Knight. <laughs> Wait, Jordan Knight's in the new kids on the block? <laughs> didn't know. Donnie. Wahlberg. Danny. Wood. You're done. I don't know. It is. That was actually pretty good. You got Danny. Yeah. I would think that maybe... You had a photo of him. I did. And he's very nice. And I was like, oh, yeah. He's so gracious. Like, really, really nice. Um, Jonathan Knight, Jordan's brother. Oh. And Joey McIntyre. Oh, Joey. How could you I forget forgot about him? I, little Joey. You forgot about little Joey. Women loved him. I liked him first. I moved around, like, between three of them for a while. Yeah. And I settled on Jordan. I think that was a solid choice. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's I like, aged the best. He has aged very well. I actually really like Donnie, too. Mm -hmm. I like his personality. 
Like because of this like whole last year phenomenon, I watch the Blue Bloods now. I love Blue Bloods. <laughs> the, I just sounded like an eighty year old grandmother. Do you watch the Blue Bloods when you go to bed at night? You know how you say like the Walgreens yes. or the friend. I just called it the Blue Bloods, but it's really just Blue Bloods. Well, here, pop quiz. Okay. What's going on in the episode when Donnie Wahlberg has his gun drawn and he says, Please don't hurt my family. I don't know because oh! I'm going to tell you why. Okay. So I like caught after this all happened. I'm like, I should try to watch Blue Bloods. I would probably like it. Right. I watched an episode and I didn't know what was going on, like any of the backstory. Oh, yeah. And then I decided I'm going to start it from episode one on Netflix. Yes. And because I spend a lot of hours on a plane right now, mm-hmm. I can just watch episode after episode during all my travel and flying. So like I'm in like the middle of season one. Like I okay. just started watching it. So I'll catch up to that. Well, speaking of Netflix, I have to give props to Netflix right now because I am an Amazon Prime member and they are charging for Halloween content they do that is charge. old that normally is free for Prime members. But because it's Halloween time, they're charging like $3.99 for movies. Do you want me to admit something to you? Please. So they charge for a lot of stuff. I can't believe I'm going to admit this. Last year, when I was trying to determine whether I should sign up for the new Kids on the Block cruise because uh-huh. the concert couldn't come fast enough for me last year. Right. Um, I'm like, I'm going to download Rock the Boat, <laughs> which was their reality show about the New Kids on the Block cruise. They did two seasons. I didn't know there was such a thing. We should watch it together. Yes, it's we good, should. It's good laugh. See, I would rather watch that entire art piece. Yes. What, what do you call it? <laughs> that entire reality programming. Bite of reality programming. Um, with you than many other things. That sounds fun to me. Yeah, I think that potentially could be fun. But it's not free. I had to pay like $7.99 for it. (laughs) And I I really struggled with that, to be honest with you. Okay, I'm going to go deep here. So, you know, it was like 2 a.m. and one of my insomnia nights. I'm like, I'm just going to do it and watch it. Everybody can relate to this. So if you're on Facebook or you're on Instagram and you start just going deep, and next thing you know, you're on like your ex-boyfriends, you know, new wife's cousin, third side removes Facebook page, hoping you can catch just a glimpse of something going on, right? This isn't just me. This No, it's not just you. And when you started talking, I was laughing to myself because more often I'm on my (laughs) ex-boyfriend's ex-girlfriend after me who he broke up with too. And I'm like, ha ha, he did it to you too. Yeah. I right? wonder if you had any signs. Right. Like, you go deep. I didn't. You go deep. Yeah. So, like, I go deep with everything. So, not only did I pay for the rock the boat, yeah. I didn't do season two, which I've been debating about We're it. We're going to do it together. <laughs> I did season one. But then I'm like, I need to find out all things about Jordan right now. Like, what happened in between the time up till, I guess, my senior year in high school when I just knew everything about him until this time when I turned 43 and decided I've rediscovered this crazy obsession. So he was also on another reality show with VH1, Flavor Flav, (laughs) and Brigitte Nielsen. Brigitte Nielsen, yes. And um, And Flavor of Love was a spinoff of that. Yes, yes, yes. Jordan was on that season. Was it with called them. the Surreal Life? Yes, a okay. Surreal Life. Yeah. 
I remember watched, him being on it. No, I didn't even. He realize. was weird on the show. I think he was like young and like uncomfortable in that situation, and he didn't want to do it. He felt like he was selling out. I watched the whole thing, and I paid for it because <laughs> it wasn't for free. Was that one also seven ninety nine? And was it seven ninety nine an episode or for the whole thing? I think it was for the whole thing. Okay, that's good because I don't know if I could accept that you paid seven ninety nine per <laughs> thirty minutes of this. I think it was for the whole thing. Okay, and that's fine. Then. So who else was on it? Charo. Oh is yes, her name. Charo. Um, I saw Charo when I was a child in Hawaii. She did was playing performing. the maracas yeah. or her little guitar or whatever. Um, and then the guy from Full House, the comedian, was on it. Dave Coulier. And Cut then, it out. Cut. <laughs> Did he do that on the show? I don't I remember. Think somebody made him do it. Okay. Um, so I watched that whole thing. But that wasn't enough for me, Heather. No. You want to know what else I did on Amazon Prime that I also paid for, like two ninety nine. dollars What? They were also on an episode of Full House. One episode. I you saw could... it. Fuller House. No, oh, I think. Full, regular Full House? They were on Fuller. Were they on Fuller House? Yes. But I think this because I that's one of that was one of my guilty pleasures, Fuller House, and I actually got a lot of crap for watching Fuller House because Candace Cameron Burr is like very Christian yes. and like hates alternative lifestyle people. Everybody who's not a Christian, basically, uh, so she has that reputation. I wasn't aware that she had that reputation because I wasn't paying any attention to her. Oh, yeah. um, and because her brother, Kirk Cameron, he's intense. So that is like my secret thing. I can't tell anyone that I watch that show and I'm secretly addicted to it because then they judge me for not being woke. Well, you probably watch it for free at least. Yeah. <laughs> it woke you up. But I paid like two ninety nine to watch that episode, not thinking I should have just gone and searched it you know, on Netflix because Fuller House is on Netflix. So, yes, Amazon Prime gets you, and it's like the crappier TV that you watch, the more they charge for you. Like, who's watching The Surreal Life from, like, <laughs> 2003, <laughs> right? Leslie. Leslie at 3 a.m. in the morning. It is interesting what they charge people for. So what other guilty pleasure shows are you watching? Because I get made fun of for the quality programming that I put into my head. My thing is Frasier. Yes, I've told Frasier's everybody good. about that. Everyone loves Frasier. Everybody does not love Frasier. I get made fun of so much for Frasier. I watch Frasier. It's like an obsession for me now. Mm. In a positive way, it just helps me fall to sleep because it's so comfortable for me. Mm. So literally, I watch it on Lifetime every night from like 11 to 1 a.m. or whenever I fall asleep. It's not the same if I get it off Netflix. I like to have the commercials in it. Yeah. I love it. There's a charm to it, for sure. That's my guilty pleasure. It is fun to have the built-in, like, bathroom breaks. Like, you feel justified. Yeah, I can get up and brush my teeth on one commercial break. Yeah. I wash my face on the other commercial break. It's like a personal assistant. Oh, don't forget Leslie. Floss. Yes. <laughs> break number three. Yeah. See, it all works out. We're going to advertise peanut butter to you again. But... I really just admitted all my guilty pleasures. Yeah, I, mean, I have a lot. I, I like watching um, international plastic surgery shows. Speaking of international, shout out to Indonesia. They're on the board now listening. Oh, they are? <laughs> yes. Do you think it's just one person who's just traveling around the world and just tuning in from all these different countries? That is a fantasy. I would love that. Instagram. We're so extra podcast. They could you direct could, message us. You could be our 33rd follower. <laughs> I know, dude, anybody listening, my God, go follow us on Instagram. It's embarrassing. I feel like pointing out, your man is not following us, but yet. We caught him. 
we caught him stalking us. Because you know how on Instagram you get a notification when someone likes something? So-and-so liked your stuff. Great. So I get a notification that Leslie's man liked our stuff. And I'm like, well, what did he like? You know, it's like, I like to see what you people are liking. Right. And then I can't find it. So he accidentally liked it and then must have unliked it because he didn't want us to see him liking our stuff. What I think it was is he was looking at the Instagram. Ah, I can hear the excuse now in my head that he would give. (laughs) It would be a really positive spin on it, but I know he was just looking through our stuff. But the picture, it was an accidental like because I think I figured it out last night. I was trying to figure it out. And it was one that we posted a guy like without his shirt on on one on the left side of the frame and then on the right side it was a bunch of dogs and it was like what's your type that's the one he liked which would not be a picture that he would like right because that threatens his manhood well yeah (laughs) I mean you'd go for the pack of dogs I think on the right I definitely I go for the left (laughs) I know I I know it's a representation of us yeah but it's uh, conceptually it's like six pack means more than one thing so isn't interesting like back to that whole Facebook stalking because like I know my level of of stalking Mm -hmm. and it's never because I want to be with these people I'm just like sometimes I'm just bored and I'm like I just go there so don't you wonder how many people are like stalking you on social media it's interesting like maybe you meet a new person and they're like oh I should go check them out you know on such and such I just wonder how deep that goes like are there people from my childhood like seeing my Instagram is public, but my Facebook is private. But oh. I actually post more to my Instagram than my Facebook. I will say that my uh, my curiosity is satiated on Instagram because when you do a story, you can see if people watch it, right? So, <laughs> But if I was stalking somebody on Instagram, would not watch their stories and just look at their pictures because I wouldn't want them to know no. that I was watching their stories. So you can and stories only last 24 hours unless you're posting constantly. Right. You won't know. Also, though, if you're watching your string of stories like that's another good excuse. You know, if somebody keeps oh, right. watching. Oh, it just went into yours. And then it was just it, the feed. Yeah, it was the feed. Yeah. So which has happened to me. Me, too. And I feel that that is reasonable. But, you know, I don't know if this happens to you when I'm on Instagram and the feeds happening and my friends have posted like my good friends like a you. Yeah. I, I'm very compelled to comment. Because it's like, oh, I know, and you, and then it, you can, but it sends that person a direct message, right? Yeah, but it feels like, oh, crap, crap, hardly know that person, hate that person, like whatever. It's scrolling through, and then I'm like, Leslie, right? I want to heart you because I actually like you. I think you can do that, though, can't you? I, you can, um, on the lives, but on the, but like on the stories. It sends you a direct message. So that's why I send you hearts sometimes because I've watched a whole bunch of other crap oh, and I'm I just, just like, heart. thank you. I am so excited that you came tonight. Uh, we were debating whether or not tonight was going to happen. Miss Heather. Mm-hmm. So last time we finished, you left us off on this cliffhanger, something about a grandmother and revenge yes! and an insane inside. Yes. And the fact that the word grandmother goes through all that, <laughs> I need to hear what this is all about. All right. So I was recently home visiting my grandmother and she is sharp as a tack. The memories from when she was a child are very clear. And she just casually starts telling this story because I asked her about when her mother 
came to this country from Norway. I need to interrupt you. Do you think that the grandmothers like enjoy telling those stories? I feel like we always ask our grandparents that thinking it'll make them feel good. But I'm wondering if you think that they actually enjoy it or they think they're doing us a favor. I think she's just happy that she has my 100% attention because I think that she recognizes in this day and age, everyone is glued to their cell phones. So when we have that eye contact conversation time, I think she values it no matter what we're talking about. Yeah, it's huge. And I value it too. That's great. Yeah. When my great grandmother was 16, her and her best friend moved to the big city of Oslo, Norway, uh, (laughs) and they got jobs. And they worked to get enough money to get on a ship and come to America to start their fabulous new life. When they got here, they got jobs in this fancy house, these rich people. And apparently her friends was a loose lady, a lady of loose morals, not my great grandmother, my great grandmother's friends. Meaning like she didn't wear her corset or she wore it just a little too tight. Well, apparently yeah. <laughs> she had an affair with the man of the house. Oh. So when the woman of the house, the wife, found out that this man was having an affair with this 16-year-old immigrant. Oh, they were young. Little tart from Norway. She conspired with the local police department to have her thrown in the insane asylum. Because back then, apparently, one, money could buy the police. Two, just being a racy lady, uh, being a sexual deviant was a crime. So it was a, it was a psychological condition that was a valid reason to be locked up. So apparently for like 10 years, my great-grandmother was trying and trying and trying to get her out of this asylum. Finally, when she did, her brain was completely fried. She didn't know who she was. She didn't know why she was there. She was just drooling and completely. But like th- like that happens, and I believe it, because every story that my grandmother tells is 100% accurate. Okay, so this was your grandmother's mother's best friend. Yes. I thought it was actually your great-grandmother, which would have explained a lot. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, can you imagine back then we'd all be in an insane asylum? Murder and revenge and angry people. So now, now my mission for our spinoff podcast in the very far future is going to be this story because I'm going to track it down because I believe that this happened and I believe that there's a record somewhere in Brooklyn, New York about this situation. Oh, my God. You and, should. We should do it. And we're going to do it. So um, extras. I'm going to call you people extras. Extras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to We're you could so all Extra, be extras. you're an extra. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yes. That is a potential spinoff in the future. Oh, everybody start looking for information. <laughs> And email us. No, we will find. We'll be the sleuths. We'll be the sleuths. I don't know. There could be leads out there. <laughs> Somebody's like, I know exactly what you're talking about because <laughs> that was my grandmother that was in the asylum. There's a whole welter of stuff. So let's let's fast forward back to now. Tell me about your weird night last night. I was meeting a couple people, and one of them works over in Kitsap County. Yeah. So we could just take the ferry over. 
and like walk to the restaurant and then hop on the ferry and come back. So if you're listening elsewhere, Seattle is on the mainland, but there are a lot of (laughs) islands in the Puget Sound area. And a lot of people live on the islands and there's like half hour, 45 minute ferries to various island locations. And I mean, to me, because I didn't grow up here, it's still kind of like a luxury. Like I have certain things I like to do. Like I like to take the train because it brings back memories for me when I was younger and I could take the train to New York City. Mm. And you could do that. Like we were young when we would go do that. I don't 15, 16 years old, if that. And you would see all the college kids traveling back and forth on the East Coast yeah. you know, when you would get on the train. And I just remember that feeling of like, oh, I'm an adult and I'm on the train and I'm going to be like one of those college kids. So all I was looking forward to this entire week, I mean, I was looking forward to the actual dinner, but was to get on the ferry from Seattle to Bremerton. We were going around sunset and to have a glass of wine. And I love drinking wine on the ferry. Yes. So my friend meets me at my house. We Uber down. And since we're talking about trains, we get shut off from the ferries because the train's going by. We sat there for 15 minutes. And I left in plenty of time. But we're blocked. And the train's backing up, going forward. Backing up, going forward. Like, I don't know what it was doing, but it wasn't moving. So I'm like, we're going to miss this ferry. I can't believe it. I mean, and then she would have had to wait an hour. But still... So I'm getting stressed because I don't like that missing transportation yeah. feeling. And finally, the Uber driver's like, this is ridiculous. I'm going to drive around and go around on the bridge. I'm like, okay. What perfect. a sexy you. accent you just pulled out of the sky. <laughs> like, what nationality is that? I think he's Russian, but I do oh, not Russian. think that was the right accent. Um, but that's the accent I give to Senor Larry. So if you're a male <laughs> and you don't speak English, that's the accent you get from me. I love it. It's all I can do. Okay. So we get blasted by the train. We finally go around. There's nowhere to pull over on this like main street in front of the ferry terminal. And it's pouring. It's puddles. He drops down the middle of the street. Like everybody's beeping. And finally, like we're, you know, time's getting close. I'm like, we have to cross the street because I don't think this light's going to change. So the arrow goes for everybody to start turning. And I just stop traffic. I just walk into the street, put my arm out like I'm a cop. <laughs> I'm telling my friend across the street because buses are going by in the puddle, like the scene from Sex in the City where the bus oh, goes by yes. and she gets soaking wet. That was happening to us for real. So I'm not waiting anymore. Like once I lost my patience, I lost my patience and people are honking at me. I'm like, nope, you know, I'm the cop. We're crossing the street. Yeah. So we cross. And then we go into like the left part of the ferry terminal, which I've never been into before. And we pay. And then it says there's a technical error and it wouldn't take my card. So I had to use three different machines. I mean, it was just one of those nights. So we get in line and I ask the guy in the line and like, does this ferry go to Bremerton? Yes, this goes to Bremerton. I'm like, great. We're in the right line. We wait. They start loading us in, and I'm like, where's the big ferry? It's this teeny tiny, like, ferry. Only passengers, no cars. I'm like, well, why didn't they tell you that on the ferry schedule? What if I would have brought my car and I was expecting to drive over? And this is a passenger-only ferry. Uh. Nowhere does it say that this is just passenger. Uh I'm like, okay, well, maybe they have a little bar (laughs) on this ferry. All I wanted was this wine, and now I'm super salty because I'm wet, and it was, like, stressful just to get on the ferry. Apparently, this is the fast ferry. Oh. Okay. So, Whoa. and it is. It's fast. It's like 20 to 25 minutes. It gets you across. But we get on there. It smells like BO. It's like the HOV lane. It is. But <laughs> smellier, man. Like, it smells like BO. There's no wine. And then I start panicking. Is there a bathroom on this ferry? What if I have to go to oh. the bathroom? 
there was, but okay, good. I was okay. And I look at my friend, and so she and I are just blah, 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 blah. But it's one of those things where it's commuters, so nobody's talking. Everybody's looking at their phone, and we're the loudest people on the ferry. People are giving us looks. So I'm You're like, the fun ones. I, we were the fun ones, but I don't. that's not how people in Seattle view you. They view you as the loud, obnoxious ones. Yeah. So I'm, like, complaining. I'm like, I can't believe that all I wanted was a glass of wine, and we get on this ferry, and there's no wine, and I'm trying to be, but it's a new experience. So we get there. We watch the restaurant. We have a fabulous dinner. We come back, and the big ferry is there. So I'm like, yes, I'm going to get my glass of wine on the way home because I had had a couple drinks. And you know when you're just not ready to stop? Like, I was just in a mood where I just wanted to be a little drunk. I had Uber down. I yeah. didn't have to drive. Guess what? We go to the big ferry. The bar's closed. They're not serving any drinks. None. What time does it close on the big ferry? I don't know. I didn't ask them. Early. We were. It was a nine o'clock ferry. It wasn't that late, hmm. but there was no service, no beverages. So I don't know if they were running the fast ferry and the big ferry at the same time, and we just went in the wrong place. Oh. But they were both going to Bremerton. It was coincidence. Yeah. I just didn't know any different. Or that was the five thirty ferry to Bremerton. I also like ferries. We should have a ferry date sometime. You know where I've never been? I have lived here in Seattle for seven years, and I have never been to Vashon Island. Oh, I've been there a lot. Well, they have lavender fields there that I've wanted to go to. So, Oh, you're so cute. I go over to Bainbridge because they have wine, wine tasting rooms. <laughs> Those well, are my ferry rides. We're getting very local right now. If you ever travel here to Seattle, you should hit us up because we would be excellent tour guides. Uh, one of the top five best fish and chips places is on Bainbridge Island. It's called The Local, I believe. Excellent. They also have a salmon bisque that's ridiculous. I mean, salmon bisque doesn't even sound that good. It sounds weird. It's probably just cream with like a little bit of like a lox taste to it. No, it's like... <laughs> It's like nothing you would expect. It like it it has like hints of cilantro. Oh, I hate cilantro. I want to say like cilantro and some Don't you know I'm at the soapy cilantro person? What you is... know those people that like have no. their they actually have an adverse like body reaction to cilantro and it's something in the taste buds in your chemical makeup that makes cilantro taste almost soapy to you. I hate that's what happens to me like if there's a tiny little leaf or stem in anything, I can taste it immediately. See, I have never heard of this. I have heard of people who are allergic to semen. My semen? Yes. Like like ejaculation? The roommate. How did we go from cilantro yeah, to I'm ejaculation? Just, no, I was just thinking about weird things that people are allergic to or have reactions to. And the the friend, the ex-friend of mine who was like, oh, you just like eating and sleeping. That's your whole life. Like she... Oh had an allergy like if it got anywhere on her body she would swell up and break out in hives it was a big disaster from all men or just one particular any man any man so it's like she had to put on like almost a full body latex suit i mean it's a real problem this is not like a shock jock moment like oh heather's <laughs> gonna use the the s word i i but it's crazy I don't have that problem there are people just all of you out there i don't have that problem i wonder if there's an awareness day about it Semen allergies awareness, like peanut allergy awareness. Maybe there's a service dog. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) What happens when she goes to like 
like the hotel or movies or places where this has all been found, like with black lights, and it's is it ha- actually have to be like happening in the moment? Maybe it has to be warm, and warm, I don't juicy. Know. I don't know, but not that dried up. That would be <laughs> so funny because earlier we were talking about service dogs. And how a lot of times, you know, service dogs are there for people who have invisible issues like seizure alert service dogs. People that look completely healthy have service dogs. You couldn't predict what's going on with them. Nope. And they don't always want their dog to be publicizing that. So sometimes they masquerade their dog just like a normal dog. But really. Right. They're warning you of low blood glucose, that you're potentially going to have a seizure. Yes. All types of things. All sorts of things. I I wonder if you could have like a semen sniffing dog (laughs) so that if ever there was a chance that there would be a spray towards you. They the would dog just, just jump you away. Yeah, they would just jump in front of it. I think it's called. It's a C block. It's a C block. But it's funny. <laughs> and again, I'm not bringing I'm bringing it up because it's a thing. Like it's a thing that I'm sure more than one woman in the world is dealing with. I'm probably some men. Probably. I am not allergic to cilantro. I just don't enjoy it in my mouth. <laughs> Much like some women don't enjoy the S in their mouth or anywhere. Wow. I was just, I I really feel that we should start an awareness campaign. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, maybe we'll add it to, maybe we just gain many more Instagram followers for We're So Extra podcast on Instagram. (gasps) Make a little PSA, like little, you know, fun Instagram thing like you do. Yes. Let's look it up. (laughs) And see if it's. Semen allergies. What would it be called? Okay, I don't know how we went from ferry boats to semen, but hey, whatever works. Well, men on the sea. Ferry boats. It's a thing. It's coming up. I know. I wasn't lying about it. But it's like coming up in some weird site, diagnoseme.com. The alternative name is HSPH, Human Seminal Plasma Hypersensitivity. As with any substance, it is possible to be allergic to seminal fluid, and it is estimated that 5% of women have a semen allergy. That's a lot of percent. I mean, 6 billion people in the world, 3 billion women, 5%. Can I I please read this? What's 5% of 3 billion? 5% times 3 billion is 150 million. 150 million people are allergic to semen. Okay. So listen to the story. Since returning from the Persian Gulf War of 1991, veterans and or their wives have been reported burning after contact with semen. This has been called burning semen syndrome, BSS. Yeah, I call call it BSS. (laughs) This syndrome is currently under investigation to establish whether it is toxic, immunologic, or infectious in nature. These reactions are similar to those experienced by women with established allergic reactions to their husband's semen. All right, we could go into depth about this one. Because I think there's a lot going on there. Like your husband's away in the Persian Gulf War. Maybe you meet another man and all of a sudden your husband comes back and you're like, oh, I can't do that. It's burning. I think I now have a semen allergy. Because really you're blinking, you know, Bob over here next door and not wanting to tell your husband that. Or you were blinking Bob and he put some Bernie STD (laughs) in you. And that's why it now burns. And now your husband burns, too, because he got it from you who got it from Bob. (laughs) Sorry. This is like 
like, how are you? And it's like, I got it from Bob. And and the husband's like, what about Bob? And it's like, oh, my God, we should watch that movie again. I know. (laughs) But listen, so that's that. I I mean, I just think that's a little fishy. No pun intended. But what if it's, um, what do they call it? What do they call that warfare with, like, the powdered substances? Chemical warfare? What if it's chemical warfare? Through sex? Terrorism. Sexual terrorism. Sexual terrorism. Because in other countries that are not as extravagant, they see us as, like, really uh, evil with our pleasures. Like, we indulge in a lot of pleasures, according to other countries. Yes. So it wouldn't surprise me if another country, to terrorize us, did something that caused us sexual terror. So this is saying that this has been first reported by gynecologists in 1958, but the prevalence of the condition was basically unknown until University of Cincinnati College of Medicine study in 1996. I don't know. This is very interesting to me. I think we could just go so many ways with this. I don't want to take this information without giving credit. This is from diagnose-me.com. Semen allergies. Do you want to sponsor us? BSS. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it's called. Burning semen syndrome. Yes. Uh, For real, though, if you have been listening, hanging out with us, please go to our Instagram and like... Throw comments up or send us a message. You don't even have to follow us. Just let us know you're there. We would love to say hi to you. But you should follow us because we're yeah, funny. But not to twist your arm. No. I mean, it's really hard to like use that thumb and <laughs> I love our page. <laughs> should uh, we wrap this up on BSS? Like twisting my arm like a lasso because I am all countrified now. Get along, little doggies. Gosh, all right. New content on Tuesday. We love you. We love you. Bye.